0: Hello everyone. I just wanted to jump in before we press play on the latest episode of Aiden Meets Interesting People. Just to let you know that we haven't gone anywhere. It has been a while since we've put out an episode. Uh, I've been putting a lot of my efforts um, outside of my normal work in getting Dirty Angel Comedy back up and running after our COVID shutdowns. Uh, And thankfully that's going really well. Uh, If you haven't been to Dirty Angel Comedy in the last couple of months, or you've been missing it in the last couple of years, get across there and have a look but um, that's all sort of settling down now so I'm going to be putting much more effort into Aiden meets interesting people. So I've got a great guest for you today, 30-year radio veteran Um, but also if you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard or seen any of the other ones, jump back into the back catalogue. There's six or seven really great interviews there that uh, you can catch up on while I'm churning out the newest of the new. So thanks for sticking around. Uh, Aiden Meets Interesting People is still on and we'll hopefully get episodes out to you as regularly as we can. Uh, Sit back and enjoy this chat with a good friend, radio veteran, Johnny Vertigan. Well, thanks for uh, jumping back into Aiden meets interesting people. I know I just said at the start there that it's, uh, has been a while, but it's uh, we're back and we've got a we've got a fire to sit beside, and uh, I've got one of my good friends here, Johnny Vertigan. Aiden, hello.
1: Thank you. Thank so, you for having me on the show, mate. I'm um, Aiden meets interesting people. Yes, it's a bit of pressure here to be interesting.
0: <laughs> you better up your the ante on all your answers. Lad. Although
1: is it is it is it all in the inflection on interesting? Because you, you
0: just add just add lies in. Tell yeah. lies like. Like, oh, yeah, and then this car crash, and then I saved all the people. And <laughs>
1: Cause I, yeah. I was thinking it's all about the inflection on interesting, because you know, you can meet a bloke that's, um, oh, he's an interesting fella, right? And then yes. yeah, that fella's he's pretty interesting. interesting. <laughs> so I'm just not sure what sort of inflection you were using when you decided to get me on. But no, thank you. No, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm honored and chuffed.
0: Aiden meets weird people, <laughs> 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 right? And uh, radio, I hope people will know you from, from radio 30 years. Uh, was this year 30 years in radio? Yeah, just yeah. Uh,
1: just celebrated 30 years in, in radio. Uh, don't know where that went, but when I think <laughs> back to 1992, I was just uh, 18 years old and um, it does seem like a, an absolute lifetime ago, but yeah, started in Swan Hill in 1992, a couple of years there and then um, I've sort of been, been around Victoria and spent a, a year in Sydney and then back to Victoria.
0: Right, and I—I like to the, the people who watch the show. Well, no, I like to do a bit of research on here. So I did some research on uh, on John Verting. It actually says here you started hosting in 1955, but you don't—I mean, you don't look a day over fifty, mate. You. <laughs> You're doing well for someone who's in their mid-80s.
1: The old followed my father into... <laughs> followed his footsteps into the radio industry.
0: Right. Explain that joke for people who got uh, no idea what I'm on about.
1: So, my dad was in radio for 53 years. Yes. And he is also John Vertigan, just to add to the confusion. <laughs> well, I'm actually Jonathan, so Jonathan, I'm not yes. exactly John. I'm Jonathan. So, uh, yeah, he was... Well, I guess most well known for he was a DJ back in the sixties on Three UZ uh, with
0: yeah. with Don
1: Lunn and Alan Lappin, and when Three UZ was uh, was all the go in the in the sixties, and then they turned into a racing station later down the track, and he's primarily well he's probably most well known for racing coordinating at the height of his career so he would sit in the studio and say uh, numbers official at Doonburn for 7 9 and 10 they're moving in at Caulfield. and the Quaddy approximates at donald uh, the numbers you need are blah yes. blah blah so yeah he was in charge of doing all of the the buttons and the crossing to the various race right. courses so in a very complex and intense job that he did with a plomb.
0: yes i can i can, I can imagine the difficulty of doing that back in the, in the 50s and the 60s of, of pulling all that together using what we would consider now to be fairly uh, archaic sort of means well, right. of, of radio and, and pulling phone lines together, etc., etc. And I
1: guess the whole game's changed now too because if you, you want to listen to a race, you don't necessarily... Well, back then you would tune into the radio because it was the only way, but now you pick up your phone and any betting app, you can watch yeah. any race anywhere in the world, really. <laughs>
0: I did uh, when I was when I was researching uh and your dad popped up and he was quite famous for switching between the moon landing and the Kilmore races. Yes. And, <laughs> did you have a quote that something said something that's enough of the moon landing, they're jumping in Kilmore? Yeah, look he he
1: tells the story better than what I would, <laughs> but but yeah, there were a number of race meetings on that afternoon and of course the historic landing on the moon and they were the the, the news grab of Neil Armstrong on the moon, and then, as you say, the Kilmore Trots were approaching, and he quite famously said, we'll have to leave the moon there because they're ready to jump at Kilmore. Have
0: to leave the moon there. Yeah. yeah, man, the, uh, those betting agencies, huh? They had a stranglehold on things. Even that's even back then, <laughs> they exactly. They uh, couldn't even interrupt the betting with the um, news of the moon landing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll leave, you, we'll leave you down there. He did follow in his footsteps, obviously, you know, radio was a thing that you grew up with. You're listening to your dad, watching your dad record, I guess, when on uh, Take Your Son to Work Day, et cetera, et cetera. Or were you just there all the time anyway?
1: No, that's 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 exactly right. I wasn't there all the time, but I would would often go to work and watch yeah. dad and do some work experience later on in, in high school years. But yeah, and I, I guess just growing up with radio in, in the house, there would be a radio on one station in the kitchen and you'd go to the living room and there's a radio on another radio station and then the bedroom, it's on another station. So I, <laughs> I guess I, it was drip fed to me from a very early age and, and and I saw the fun that dad was having and I thought, well, I think I really want to be a part of this. Wouldn't mind it. Um, yeah. And, you know, clearly a face for radio. So uh, <laughs> that, was, that was the road that I went down.
0: <laughs> if you had a dollar for every time someone said to you, You've got a great face for radio. Mm. What are we? What are we buying? Are we talking mansions, Lamborghinis? Oh, I'd
1: already <laughs> probably be twenty bucks up just today. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it does pop up a bit, and you learn to just say, "Yeah, yeah." No, that's that's Ripper. very funny. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. genius. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like when uh, I introduce my wife, uh, and you get the old, "He's, he's batting above your average there." Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, where are that face for radio batting above the average, <laughs> all good,
0: mate. <laughs> we don't need it. I mean, actually, well, nowadays, I guess you know, if you if you look at uh, the way that COVID's changed the way we take in media, and, and mm. radio's been really good. I think they've jumped on board with um, the social media of it and, and and the video aspect. So similar to what we're doing today with with recording mm. that. You know, you can't just get away with having an, an ugly mug in radio anymore. You've got to be uh, no, handsome can't. as well. No, you There's, there's cam- cameras everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's quite frightening, really. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to look good for the social media snippets to get yeah, people into the, into the listening.
1: You do. Once upon a time, radio was very candid and, you know, you could... Uh, your listeners didn't know. I remember when I grew up listening to the radio, you never knew what the announcers looked like. No. And I used to ring up and win prizes from, from radio stations. Yes. Uh, this is back when I was 15, 16 years old. I'd ring up Melbourne radio stations and, and win prizes and <laughs> I'd, I'd catch the train in from Glen Waverley into the city and the only time you would see the announcers was when you were at the radio station and you might get a glimpse of them Behind the window. Yes, through oh, the window. that's what he looks like. Yeah. But these <laughs> days, it's so accessible, isn't it? You just yes. jump onto the website and you can you can see them, and you have know, got live cameras. But uh, but back then, there was just a certain mystique about radio because it yeah. was only uh, an audio medium. But you but you're right; these days, it's it's all very different.
0: Oh, very uh, Very visual as well. Um, Multi platform, we say. Multi platform. Mm. Mm. Um, so 30 years you've spent in radio on various AM FM stations. why do we need AM and FM? What's the difference? Wow. Well, this is tech talk now.
1: Yeah, this is jeez, I wasn't expecting the tech, tech, tech talk. Yeah, yeah. I I,
0: yeah. I did send you questions. I don't send you all the questions.
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, look, AM FM it's all it's all government related. So right. a certain amount of licenses uh, uh allotted to each service area a number of those on fm and uh, a number of those on am obviously am's been around a lot longer than fm uh, our first fm frequencies in australia were in 1980 uh so oh, okay. yeah. yeah yeah and so now
0: you were, you were on on recording before a uh, before fm was around mm. and then you were in the lunchroom or something at uh, and they started talking about this new this new wave of Airwaves that were coming that's called right. FM,
1: FM, and now there's DAB plus. I'm not sure if you know too much about DAB plus, but all AM and FM stations, uh, commercial mm. uh, licenses, have in, in metropolitan areas have DAB plus frequencies allotted to them as well. So right. that's a, a, a different spectrum. Digital once radio. again, yeah. digital radio. Once again, not being you know a technical boffin, <laughs> but it uh, it it allows the AM stations to sound just as good as the FM stations. So if you're in Melbourne, you can listen to uh, 3MP or Magic 1278 or 3AW or Fox FM or Smooth. They're all on a level playing field in regards to sound
0: quality. sound quality. It's (laughs) funny, I hadn't thought about this for quite a while, but digital radio, um, my car, when I bought my car, Mm. it was a brand new car and I was really excited about it because I would be able to listen to digital radio. So listen to those sort of Melbourne stations and stuff.
1: Um, Don't get down to Warrnambool. Well,
0: I picked up the car in Geelong and I put it on Sen Radio and I was, oh, I reckon I got about five kilometers out of Geelong and it just yeah. stopped. Yeah, <laughs> I had to go home and Google it. And I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't work in the country. Not much
1: good in the country. Yeah, <laughs> But anyway, but like, it is very good in the city.
0: Yes, mm. no doubt. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll let you off the tech talk. It's not Doctor Car. No, look, it's not I, a hope Dr. Carl I
1: hope I, I bluff my way through that because really, I've got no idea.
0: <laughs> AMFM. Yeah, it's Richard's
1: saying? AMFM. Am I feel so excited now? You're a bit young to
0: remember I don't know Cliff that. Richard, Wired for Sound. Oh, it's a Cliff Richard song. Great song, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, right, so you have been... Um, you just said your first radio gig was was up there in in Swan Hill. Swan Hill, yes. On um, what? Swan S-
1: Vegas, we called
0: it. Swan Vegas, yeah, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, such yeah. A yeah. Time 3, to 3SH,
1: 1332 3SH, so uh, with the Ace Radio Network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Forgive my, oh, oh yes. my neighbour doing a bit of whippersnipping.
0: <laughs> Sounds more like an angle grinder. Yeah, it might be I'm an angle grinder. I'm glad your neighbour's yeah. done that. That's yeah. the perfect time. No, oh, no, good
1: on him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of years there. Then um, went to 3WM Horsham right. for a couple of years. Uh, then to 3SR Shepherdon for a couple of years.
0: Yeah. Is this all breakfast shows? Uh, no, or, no. breakfast.
1: No? Uh, started doing breakfast in, in Horsham. Yes. And then went to Shepherdon to do Drive, I think it was. Mm. And then... Came to Warrnambool in 1998 for six months. Met my wife here. Oh, yeah. Who's a receptionist at the radio station. Right. And we went to Gippsland through Ace Radio where we wanted to kick off a new breakfast show on 3TR. Mm. And so I went down there and took Kelly with me and met Julie, uh, who was my co-host on 3TR Breakfast and did that for three years.
0: TR Tarelgan.
1: T.R. Taralgon? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the T.R. actually stands for Trafalgar, but the uh, radio okay, station okay. was based in Taralgon. And then uh, started doing some after, while well, I was in Taralgon, it's only an hour and a half from Melbourne. And yeah. uh, a mate of mine, Dean Pickering, was a program director at Mix 101.1 in Melbourne. Yeah. And I said, oh, it's my goal to get to Melbourne. I'd love to you know, maybe yeah. do a weekend shift on mix. And he said, yeah, come down and do some. So I started doing that. That led to a full-time role. So I was uh, Monday to Friday, nine till one, I think it was, and music director at Mix 101.1. Did that for a year, went to Sydney for a year as national music director. And then in around 2005, uh, went to Warrnambool. Uh, a job ah. came up in Warrnambool. We were missing uh, Victoria a fair bit. Yes. Uh, being in the role I was in in Sydney, it wasn't floating my boat greatly, Sort right. of tried to get transferred back to Melbourne. was really, Kyle
0: Sanderlands' chair that you were filling? Uh, well, the, uh... although he, he,
1: same, same building <laughs> yes. yeah, that, that right. he broadcasts from now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, got back to Warrnambool and uh, landed back there in about 2005. Yeah, at 3YB. At 3YB, yeah. yeah. Yes. Did the network uh, brekkie show there, uh, which was um, across all of the regional ace radio markets, across yeah. um, Victoria and southern New South Wales. And then Ace Radio uh, went into Metropolitan and and purchased 3MP in Melbourne uh, going back about two years. And um, my CEO said to me at the time, Mark Taylor, who's been uh, my boss ever since I've really started with Ace Radio, uh, said, um, you know, I want you to do breakfast. And I said, yeah, but I live in Warrnambool. And he said, yeah, but, uh, you know, COVID and uh, we could uh, get you on and, you know, you can... um, do breakfast from Warrnambool, and then when COVID lifts, we can can go in between Melbourne and Warrnambool. And so that's what's happening. And And at the time I said, yeah, I don't want to do it by myself though. And he said, well, who do do you want to be on air with? And I said, well, if I'm going to be doing it from Warrnambool, what about Julie, who I was doing breakfast with in Gippsland? And he said, yeah, great idea, because he was always a fan of... uh, Julie and I are on, on yeah. air together, so yeah. yeah, that's that's how we do it. Um, uh, she'll be home in Gippsland when I'm home in Warrnambool, and quite often every week or two we'll do it from our Melbourne studio. Oh,
0: you shoot down there and do shoot a, down, yeah. Just, two. just get the get Absolutely. the uh, creative juices uh, well, flowing no- again, and get the yeah. Nothing and
1: then... nothing beats the uh, being in in the same room as uh, as as your co host. Yeah, but we kind of go okay when we're when we're doing it the way we do mm. it. So people who, who
0: are... Um, I mean, some people would listen to 3MP hanging around here because they know you from The Morning Rush and 3YB and whatever mm. and have followed you probably to to 3MP. Have you ever got people that, that do have done that? Nah, no, not really. No? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no you know, I do. No, you know, be... and, and
1: look, online listening is, is pretty big because... And we promote that very heavily on, on 3MP because, yeah, we do... Broadcast on 1377 AM, but we're always on the air banging on about how we've got the 3MP app. Yes. And you can listen to us in crystal clear stereo doing that. We've got DAB plus, (laughs) uh, 3MP.com.au. So I actually do have listeners from uh, around regional Victoria as well. And quite often they'll ring up because we do a quiz every morning. Yeah, good day, John. You remember me? I was on Radio Scadegrees a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Oh, right.
0: And, yeah, yeah. Meet, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's fun. That's <laughs> so that's, that's good. Funny. They recognise your name and
1: which is really yeah, nice. around, yeah. Of
0: course. You mm.
1: haven't done a uh, an Aiden meets interesting people from a uh, in front of a fire. In front before, of a fire. A no, I've done, in, chat.
0: I've done them in garages mm. and uh, sheep sheep shearing sheds. I've done one in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and
1: a pole studio, and
0: the and the pole studio, yeah. I did one in. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I've never done one by the by the fires this is...
1: with the ambience of the angle grinder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I think it's bench grinder. I think he's oh, is I, I, sharpening I, I, knives I, I or don't know my power tools, mate. No, um, let's take you back to back to Swan Hill. So your first couple of weeks, or so your first uh, couple of months at Swan Hill, yeah. can you remember what the what the studio looked like and what the what the desk and the and the buttons and all that sort of stuff looked yeah, like, and vividly. Ha, yeah, how mm. much has it has it changed um, si- since those days?
1: Yeah, well, when I first started, but were we doing
0: cassettes, CDs, records? What well, no,
1: no, we well, we had records, yes. So we would play seven inch record singles with two turntables. Um, CDs, we'd have two CD players, and what we uh, what were known as carts. Okay. Cart is kind of like a cassette, which was an endless loop of tape. So you would have all of your commercials on cart and you would load that into a machine, hit start, and it would play the ad yes. or, the, or the song. And then it would queue itself back up, you'd take it out and put it back in the rack ready for it the next time that you play it. Oh, um, I see. So it was yeah. all, all very hands on. These days, where obviously uh, there's a lot more automation. Uh, through through the computer system, but uh, but back then it was all analog. So yeah. you were playing records, CDs, and and carts, and and putting it all together. So a four hour shift would you'd be sitting in the studio pressing all of, all of the buttons. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can you remember the first song you played when you were on yeah. radio? And this was one of the. Questions I did pre-send you, so I need you to. Yeah, it I was. You to have an answer. Uh,
1: it was. You can leave your hat on by Joe Cocker. Yes. And uh, your
0: choice or programmer's no, choice? No, it was.
1: It was programmed for me. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I, I kept all of my gear on. Yeah. Did I, you? I wasn't tempted one little because I was absolutely shitting myself. Yes. It was the most frightening thing that I've ever done. I still remember the nerves, uh, but with those nerves came a great buzz as yes, well. Yes,
0: that it all works. Uh, that it yeah. all works. And, yeah.
1: and that buzz you still have today when, when you put the mic on. So that's, I guess, the reason a lot of radio presenters do what they do is because it's fun and you, and you do get that, that buzz from it.
0: Yeah. So back in those um, Swan Hill days again and, and, and after that, was, was radio like 100% live back then? Because one of the things when I – it would have been with you and Marie – um, when I first came into into the three YB studio. Oh, what did, and, what did we do? No, no, no. I was just that was me. <laughs> It was just me bumming free advertising for Dirty Angel Comedy off yeah. the radio show. Yeah. Um but I I literally still to that that to that particular day thought yeah. that radio was hundred percent live. And when you're talking, it comes on. And when the when the DJ puts a song on, yeah, everyone in the studio just sits back and goes, like, oh, three and yeah. a half minutes of Take a breath, have yeah. a drink, do whatever. Were, were we doing... Right now we're back.
1: Were okay. we doing a bit of pre-recorded stuff then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so right. that was okay. when
0: we was like, okay... Um, we're, we're, so the the song's going to be, um, you know, Leave Your Hat On by Joe yep. Cocker. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back out of that. It'll be eight twenty six, and then you'd go right oh, It's eight twenty six here on three YB. Oh, We've got eight nickels. Yeah. But yep. it's not eight twenty six. It was seven thirty. Yeah. Right. right. You were
1: recording in advance because yeah. I think and we, we might have done that because you'd you'd come in and we didn't want you to wait round till eight twenty six. Oh, so possible. we pro- probably just recorded it because it was easy to do. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. Back then, it was uh, yeah, all, all live, hundred percent live. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Do you remember what, did, that those, those sort of technological changes? I think they, for me, it's like you'd have to relearn how to do your job again in some aspects of. So when you're when you're doing radio and it's like right, we're doing everything's on records and mm. CDs and whatever, and then someone comes in one day and goes, <laughs> clear the desk. Mm. All the songs here are on this computer. Here's just, the DJ just, 2000. Just, just click it. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, well, <that's, laughs> that
1: was its nickname, I think. Yeah. 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 And, and that was probably only a couple of years into my career when we were first introduced to automation software. Yeah. And uh, so and it, it started with just the commercials and the image work, like the sweepers and the uh, recordings being on that software, but we'd still play the music separately separately from from CDs and and records and then
0: yeah.
1: and then a year or two down the track the music was put onto the uh, the automation software as well but we still kept the record players and the CD players right. and cart machines in the it studio. Wasn't like someone just did just in just case, smash that just <laughs> in case the the software broke down, which it regularly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now
0: you can re-record something. Like if you get halfway through a little intro and you're like, oh, "I, I balls that up," or "I I didn't sound very enthusiastic," or whatever, mm. you can just hit delete, go back, you re-record, can. wait till eight twenty-six, hit the button, and it's all good. But. Try
1: not to though. Try and try and make it as um yeah as authentic as as it would have been if it were a live break. I mean, you can voice track a, a shift now. If if you're on from uh, midday until six, you can jump in and and go into the log and you can hear the song that was on before your voice track. You can hear that fade. Yeah. You do your voice track, start the next song, talk over the intro of the song as though it's going out live. So when I'm doing it, I I like to try and get it first take because if you're on the radio live, you've only got one opportunity to do that. Yeah. So unless you you completely stuff it up... (laughs) And, you know, the odd, the odd um or ah uh, or glitch or mispronunciations would have happened if you were live. So, yeah, yeah sometimes, happen. you know, you can overthink things and <laughs> there's a bit of perfectionism that comes in. I didn't I, I, I didn't get that 100% right, so I'm going to go and have another go at it. It can take you four and a half hours to record a four-hour shift, which is kind of counterproductive.
0: That's, wow. That's it's, actually no, was probably I, exa- that was I was
1: exaggerating a little bit there. <laughs> Maybe not four and a half hours. <laughs>
0: Right, so have you got have you got a few uh, like live radio faux pas that you've oh. you've made? Some things you just... like even now you did go like oh god I can't remember I said that thing in 1989.
1: <laughs> oh look, there's probably been a number of them. I I, I, I do recall one when I was in Horsham and a copywriter Chris Creasy had uh, it knew that I didn't pre-read my live reads. Right, I'd just pull it out of the folder. And uh, oh yeah, Aiden Nicholson Joinery. Uh, he's a good bloke. Aiden, uh, go and see him for all of your joinery needs. So he knew that I was just reading it just for the first time. Said, yeah. and right. One particular uh, lingerie store uh, had an ad <laughs> for Mother's Day, and he had completely butchered the script, um, and I almost read what he'd typed. Live oh, on air, right? But I realised that I was being stitched up at the time, and <laughs> so your eyes, your eyes. Are, uh, my yeah, eyes were darting ahead, ahead yeah. uh, a couple of lines ahead, and I'm going, uh, uh, "Yeah, well, sheer illusions install," and <laughs> yeah, and, I, and then I got the giggles, and eventually aborted and went into the next, uh, the next ad. But uh, I'll never forget that, and neither will he. <laughs> Right. I can't tell you what he wrote. I was going to wrote. say, you're
0: not going to tell me what it was? No. No, it was... You, you look, both it, go down. Can
1: I? I don't think I can. You don't have to. No. but
0: well, you can tell me now and then ring me tomorrow and go, actually, can you delete that? Take that, that out. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> he
1: said, um, get, get mum a slinky negligee that shows off her pink erect nipples. <laughs> and so I'm I'm ready. Get mum a slinky negligee that shows... Uh, uh, so, so anyway, sheer illusions in store, The place to go for Mother's Day And the giggle started And yeah, yeah uh, he, horrible man
0: What a terrible idea Buying a slinky negligee for your mummies Regardless oh, no, of I know. the. And, and look,
1: yeah, thinking about it afterwards It was wrong on so many thing, levels So, so wrong You get along well with Chris yeah, right. <laughs> okay. You get him down for Dirty Angel comedy. Yeah,
0: is mm. he still up there making? Uh, no, he's not. DJs no, he's not. Difficult? He's not
1: working at the station anymore. Right. Um, not that. not June after due that, to that.
0: He works at the lingerie store now. <laughs> <laughs> him and his mum co-own <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> She does the modelling. He does the voice ads. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> my mum looks that's, great. This
1: <laughs> Maybe that's where he's ended
0: up. But yeah, no.
1: Yeah, many a faux pas, and I guess you make them and, and you move on. That's that's the beauty of radio. Uh, yes. It, it, once it's been, it's gone. It's like a, a seat on an aeroplane. Really. Once it, once it's gone. Once the once it's the ship has sailed, it's it's gone forever. Yeah. And you always move on to your your next show.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah and you, yeah. Wow, we'll, we'll t- talk about your. Yeah. It was the morning rush. Your biggest show. Most people who are from this, uh, from, from Wannable area, who are mm. the, probably the vast majority of people watching this podcast, yep. will know John and and Marie and John and Kate yep. from the Morning Rush. Yep. Um, was that your biggest show? That like is A- that the audience. most loved or the? Or, or, yeah, for look, whatever but, reason.
1: Yeah, audience wise, it, it yeah. wasn't, and we sort of built that up. So, three YB. And Coast FM were both doing local breakfast programs, yes. like only going out on 3YB and only going out on Coast FM. Mm. Uh, I When I first came to Warrnambool, I was on Coast FM breakfast. And then uh, I think it might have been about 12 months in uh, that I was moved to 3YB because the management had an idea that we might ne- network a breakfast show and okay. run it on Horsham as well. And so we did that and then we added, what did we add to it? Oh, uh, Gippsland, Gold 1242 in okay. Gippsland uh, because that was the station that I was on when I was yeah, in Gippsland. So you got northwest so, of Victoria. Yeah, that's the, right. The, so the, we were on three stations for a while and then yeah. we then we added uh, 3CS in Colac uh, and then 3SH in Swan Hill and then all of a sudden uh, 3NE Wangaratta and Two QN in Daniliquin on board, yeah. so it, it's on. Was that
0: on the back of the popularity of the show, or is it? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I, look, I think it was it was a it was a good show, and that's you know testament to as as you mentioned a number of co hosts throughout the years that yeah. were were really good. Um, Maria was fantastic, as was Kate, um, and yeah. So it, it was it wasn't just me; it was the, the mm. staff that that I worked with on the show, and it, you know it got it got a. A following with the the regular we call them benchmark segments, so a, a, a segment that is on oh, every morning at a certain time yep, a staple. Yep, yep. So yep. Peter Ford doing entertainment news at quarter past seven in the morning, and Tony Leonard talking sport before yeah. the seven thirty and eight thirty news, yeah. and um, and radio categories the the game that we'd play at eight o'clock. So yeah, yeah, and I think it, it became familiar for people, and as we added radio stations, it, of course, added audience. Mm. And you know, it would create new callers to the program as well. Uh, and we'd often go to the phones and for, for phone topics and what have you and, yeah. and speak with so many people. And it's a great time to be on the radio breakfast time. It really is because you've got people uh, listening and uh, for them to actually take time out of their routine to phone the show, it means, means a great deal. It's good. Yeah. Do you get an
0: idea of how many people are listening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: we do surveys and um no one re- me. regionally in yeah well that's the thing isn't it <laughs>
0: you never get asked you hear about all of <laughs> yeah. these
1: surveys and this show rates number 1 never i did actually been heard asked. recently
0: with um probably digital radio's 1 and now that all TV's digital, mm. is digital, is I don't need to do the survey anymore because your TV's telling them who's watching it. Yeah, no, my, actually,
1: my, my dad has a, uh, yeah. a monitor on his TV, so oh, does he? he participates in the TV ratings. Right. So okay. they still do the that likes that of uh, Doc Martin and Sky News go yeah. right up uh, on his TV. <laughs> Great. Uh, he tries not to watch the ABC, right? Uh, because yeah. he doesn't want the, to he does, doesn't all. want
0: <laughs> doesn't want their ratings to go up, right. So yeah, but you do get some idea of yeah yeah absolutely regionally not so
1: often it's every three years regionally okay, Uh, but in the city there's eight surveys a year yeah so we get our ratings every six weeks or so okay yeah is
0: that like something you'd no hate it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's dreadful it's dreadful you see the date coming the manager's like um we've got a meeting at uh, eight a.m. that's right and for our little
1: stations that we've really only just launched yes. It's it's hard. It really is difficult to to get traction. So, but you know we're going all right. Um, the likes of Three MP has um, over a hundred thousand listeners, which is really good. Yeah, uh, considering we started from a base of zero. Yes. Uh, two years ago, well, this podcast
0: we, has got about seven listeners. So <laughs> no, it's, you're a hundred thousand ahead of me, no, just on
1: average. It's got it's got more than that. No, it's <laughs> a very it's a it's a good podcast and a lot of people listen to it. I, I know that for a fact. Um, but um, we took over Three MP. When we took it over, it was SEN Track, which okay. was the SEN side channel, which wasn't actually taking horse races. It's pe- it's talking about horse I'm races. About yeah, it. yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. So but did they can that? They can, they can, can that. Yeah. that? Yeah, they so SEN right. sold free MP to Ace. So half
0: your listeners are the people who were just waiting for you to start talking about horse. Well, yeah, well this <laughs> I think, guy think for the first few weeks, six months later, they,
1: why aren't <laughs> they? Uh, why aren't they doing the horse chat?
0: The turf talk. Yes. Um
1: but uh, yeah, so SEN sold thirteen seventy seven to us, and we uh, brought back the three MP brand. Yeah, that it was in the seventies and eighties. How the
0: radio station cost? Uh, privy to those numbers? I'm actually, not privy to no? what we paid for that. Uh, it's not like it. it's not. It's not no. cheap. Is it like? Fifty thousand dollars or five million dollars.
1: No, I certainly it's closer to your second one. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I
0: have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I assume it depends on how good it is and blah yeah, blah. Yeah, blah, well, that's blah, right. And yeah. And what they what they're planning on doing with it, but you just so basically selling them the numbers, like the actual frequency band, right? Pretty much. Because you're not getting any. And then it's yeah, follow over listeners. It's, well, or, or... it's
1: it's our choice what to do with that then. Yeah. Uh, to provide a, a format that. Is suitable enough to, to gain that audience, mm. and then selling advertising to to that base. Of course, mm. jolly is, good, um, yeah.
0: So you you're a um, recipient of fifteen ACRA Awards. Is that Australian Commercial Radio Awards? Correct. Well, I should Correct. actually look that up before I had a guess. <laughs> no, no, you worked. I'm well there. Uh, what is, are they? The is that the Logies of Radio? Is that what that is? Oh, that is the Logies of
1: Radio. And you mate. got fifteen of them. Well, yes, I've. If that's uh, I'm, I think it is fifteen, and you've done your research. Oh, and it's, well.
0: I mean, and it might be sixteen by now. No, 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 no,
1: uh, no. Fifteen sounds right. Sounds yeah. So right. look, they're, yeah,
0: they're good. It's, is it's, that the most of anyone in Australia ever? No, Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> damn it! No, a,
1: certainly <laughs> not. But look, yeah, it, Elliot, it's something. it's a, it's a good night. You um, submit your work. You don't know what yeah. your work is is like really. I I, I never know. It gets judged by. Uh, uh, radio industry peers. Yeah. And then you you find out on the night if um if you're right. a winner.
0: So what did you what what are the other 15 for similar things or are they uh, um, across, I, know, I know some of them are for the um the phantom race the race Calls. calls, the yeah, race calls. Yeah, yeah. There's
1: there's a couple for that and best networked program as well was a good one because not not a lot of entries for that in country divisions. Okay. I'm trying to you know let the cat out of the bag here but <laughs> uh, best networked program uh, it might not get a heap of entries from country markets. So sure. when we'd enter the morning rush from yes. Warrnambool, uh, it might only be up against two or three others.
0: Right, of a much smaller scale, yeah. generally. Yeah, yes.
1: so right. we won a couple there, which yeah. was good. And, um, yeah, so a couple of best station produced comedy segments. Yeah. Uh, I think won a few promo ones.
0: Yeah. So best slinky negligee ad. Best
1: slinky negligee <laughs> ad. There's one.
0: What well, what's the best? What's the biggest one? What's like the, the that you've got that you, you guys have won? What's the one that you look back and go oh, that was like not a hard fought one, but that like we deserved that one because we did put on a really good segment or a good. Uh...
1: Yeah, look, that's a really good question. I, I don't look. I, I couldn't tell you what each one of them. Ah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I know okay. we won best on air team, and I'm pretty sure that was with Maria.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: and uh, that, that's a, That's always a harder one to that's get. That's way. that's yeah. kind of like considered the the Acra of Acras is the best okay. on air team. That's the one that right. Kyle and Jackie O win every that's year.
0: That's the gold logo, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. well, it's silver like the rest of them, so it's right, not,
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that so that was good, right? Oh, yeah. best, and that was what throughout Australia. Yeah, but they Mm. break it
1: into three divisions. So Uh, there's country, there's provincial, and there's metropolitan. Uh, So yeah, we fall fell under country.
0: Country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's I mean, there's probably a lot more radio stations. Yeah, you're talking up through Queensland, Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's good. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't do. I don't deal with praise very well,
0: though. Right. Yeah. Right. So well, suck eggs. you only rest. won fifteen, you loser. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> That's better. That's brought
1: me back down. Thank you.
0: Why didn't you win twenty? Soft. Where are? Where's it? Where are they? The, where are they? Are they Ace Radio. I've got them all. Do you have uh, no, any here? no, no. I've got them here. Um, there's them
1: one. There's one. one in my office studio. Right. And the rest are in a box in that garage. there. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes, you obviously don't like to don't stand back no, and look they're at there. them. they they they're
1: fine. <laughs> I know, I know they're there.
0: Ah. Uh, very good. Um well, can you have you have you gone back to and and looked at um shows that you did when you were much younger, mm. way back when and thought, "Actually, that was a really good little segment there. We should just do that one again even though it was like, you yeah, know, you'd had done it back in the 80s." Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought of this because I was, I was doing some comedy stand-up comedy the other day and I did some stuff that was nearly the first stuff I ever wrote back in like 2013, oh, 2014. And you, and you discovered and I, did it, and thought, I oh, did it again and I just thought, oh, it's, it's nice to... Uh, Get another run. Yeah, give it another little mm. go. It's like dusting off an old car and and giving it a, another run. Did you do and, that did, with...
1: and did you do it better this time around?
0: How, how do you go? Uh, so how do you like... go?
1: When you when you go back do you, and look at your old work... Old comedy stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your old comedy gear... Do you cringe, or do you go? Oh,
0: actually, that's that's all right. Um, generally, if it's got to the point where I've done it on stage, yeah, it's 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 been through the ring already, and it's been through the process. It's of, a finely it's a, crafted. Uh, well, I would not say mm. finely tuned. It's <laughs> generally the deadline was looming, and I had to plan something really quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, but, by that stage, I'm generally happy with it, and i'm yeah. I'm proud of it. I've definitely done some stuff on stage, I'm like, I'll never do that again like it was just it wasn't ready to yeah. go and i like oh you know I could come back to whatever but yeah, I still like going back to some of the stuff that I did in my very first comedy gig ever, and I'll put that on stage. It was good stuff like it, it was good
1: i I listen to old audio of mine as it's, it's not something I enjoy doing <laughs> i just I absolutely. Some of it is really (laughs) horrific, and especially the early, early stuff. Right. Like, I I can probably only go back to, um, oh, for instance, Julie and I uh, last year on air did something where we flashed back 20 years ago, and I played some audio of John and Julie from 1999. Right. And then from 2020, and the 1999 stuff... I sounded like I had a pole shoved up my arse. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, 1242, 3TR. Oh, oh mate. Real classic oh, radio. Really, really <laughs> bad. <laughs> and it's not until like later in my career and when I have a listen back to, not that I do it very often at all, but if I stumble across some audio from The Morning Rush with, with Maria or Kate, I, I can actually go, oh, yeah, well, that was, that was pretty good. And
0: More, yeah. Yeah,
1: recently... Um, Julie and I It was only a couple of weeks ago It was the the first real morning of winter It was actually July 1 And it was freezing in Melbourne We were broadcasting from our Melbourne studio Mm. And I said uh, a couple of years ago uh, Kate and I just did a a, a bit Where we played a sound effect of a fire For the whole morning Oh right And we said uh, (laughs) We've got the studio fire going So just come and hang by the fire with us Yes. And we'll, we'll tell some fire stories. So we did that for the whole morning. Fire, cra- the, the sound effect yeah. of the fire crackling actually made you feel warm. Right. And we had callers saying, can you do that fire thing again tomorrow? That really <laughs> made me feel warm this morning. And the, and the same thing happened years ago when I did it on The Morning Rush. So yeah. I think with, with radio, we can sometimes forget that we need to <laughs> utilise the whole theatre of the mind a little more by yeah. using audio... The best we can. That's interesting. And sound yeah. effects is a, is a really good way of doing that, especially if you've got a good one.
0: I'll, I'll put a fire crackling sound in here. Yeah, well, here's, a, here's a real fire. People crackling. won't know until we, they get we, to this point in the podcast <laughs> and go, oh, that noise is fake. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we don't need a fire crackling sound effect here no. this afternoon, Aiden. No, but, we've uh, the bench uh, but yeah, grinder. Th- that, that was an example of going back and finding yeah. something that was successful. Before yes. and recycling it and using it again. But we, generally, we, we no. recycle a fair bit in radio, actually. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> well, people go and watch their favorite band and they go, play that yeah. song. Play that song I want you to play. That's it. It's my favorite song. That's it. <laughs> uh, you did, you did uh, mention very briefly you did a, um, you used to ring up radio stations a lot and get prizes. Mm. And you did a, 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 your podcast called I Was a Teenage Prize Pig. Correct. With audio. Funnily yes. enough, uh, of you ringing up radio stations and, as you say, annoying them, yep. and uh, until you were given prizes, and we're quite successful. Holidays, mm. uh, bits and pieces, the podcast. Have you got? Have you got more stuff, or have you? You ran out of?
1: Oh no, I have got more stuff. Yeah. It's just a matter of, and and you you would be very well aware of, of this. The podcast uh, businesses, it's it's really time consuming. Oh yeah, yeah. and I found. I did six episodes of I Was a Teenage Prize Pick. And because I had so, so the whole premise of it was I found a box of cassettes in my shed. Mm -hmm. uh, And on on those cassettes was audio of me ringing up radio stations and winning prizes from the radio. So I would play that audio on the podcast, then I would track down the announcer that gave me the prize. (laughs) And thirty-five years down the track, apologise to them for being a teenage prize pig and ringing right. them up all the time. And uh, yeah, so a lot of work goes into that. It's not only sourcing the guest, it's lining yes. them up and it's doing your prep on, as you have done with me here today, doing your prep sure. on the interview. And I was finding that uh, yeah, it look it's for a hobby. Was taking a good six hours a week for, for me to do. Yeah, uh, but I do have yes. more audio, and it's look. It I was fun, it and, and a lot of people have said it was, it was actually pretty cool hearing it because it's me. It's like it's cringeworthy listening. <laughs> I used to there was this one. I think it's episode two. Um, I a uh, competition on three X Y where the aim was you had to name as many albums as you can in ten seconds. Right. Right, and the na- the albums you name, you keep. So oh, okay, yes, yeah, good. Yeah. So I-, I rang up, and Dave Ferguson was the was the announcer who, ironically, now works for us, <laughs> <laughs> At three MP. Yes. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, g'day Dave, uh, Jonathan from Glam Waverly. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Jonathan, uh, you've got ten seconds to name as many albums as you can. So I'm going uh, tippity tippity push push. He goes, hang on, John. <laughs> You're going too fast, mate. We can't understand a word you're saying, so you're gonna to have to slow down and start again. And so, that's all <laughs> yes, on the so podcast, I yeah. and I get Dave on and apologise to him. But, yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, some of them I obviously no memory of you whatsoever, but it's uh some of them. Some of them. I mean, some of them you probably you like you're mates with them now, right? So you yeah, you know absolutely, yeah, and
1: it, yeah, it was yeah. really nice to I you know, speak with. With them, the likes of uh, Kevin Hillier, who was yes. a legend in Melbourne radio. John Peters, who was the number one night announcer on Eon FM and, and Triple M. Everyone used to listen to him. So to, to speak with my idols from 30 years ago was was really good. And, and what the best part was, when I finished the interview with them, this is you know, six months ago, they said, um, I remember Kevin Hillier said, mate, thank you, thank you. That was so good. That was yeah. really good. And John said the same and Dave as well. So, yeah, it was um, it was very uh, enjoyable for me to, to hear that from them.
0: Right. So um, when you get a, a, a few more... Uh bit of spare time you might mm. pump out a couple more episodes yeah absolutely teenage yeah, pride yeah.
1: i'll i'll never say never there might be a se- that's the thing with podcasts isn't it
0: there's no rules <laughs> no that, that's right that's S- right season yeah.
1: 2 can come out whenever
0: yes mm. yeah i mean, just, another another little the podcast i've done occasionally on and off with uh with Donna Reed which is yes. like comedy ones here and there and they took so much to put together like, Yeah. we we just overstretched ourselves with the editing process of the whole lot, way too much. And so we stopped doing it. And then she said to me, "Oh, are we starting again? I said, well, we can start again whenever we want. Mm. And we'll just say this one's season two and we'll do one episode and then we'll wait six months and do season three. No one says seasons have to have multiple episodes. There are no (laughs) rules. And
1: And it can take on a different form because I might not have much more audio of me winning stuff, but I've certainly got audio of me just ringing up, requesting songs and, yeah. You know, putting on stupid voices. There was a there was a program on 3AW back in the late 80s called Sexually Speaking. Right. 11 o'clock on a Saturday night where uh, the host would uh, open up the lines for your sexual problems. Right. And me and a group of mates yes. used to ring up and just make shit up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got a, got an erection problem and... Uh you don't sound old enough to have an erection <laughs> problem, and then you start laughing and hang up. So there's there's audio like that, which is just it's like, uh, embarrassing. But I think it probably deserves to yeah it deserves yeah. to see the light. Yeah, of I day. think so. Yeah, yeah. dust yeah. off
0: the uh, dust off the cassettes. <laughs> yes. Um, podcasting, I guess, is one of the one of those mediums that um like it's it's grown exponentially, mm. and COVID's clearly helped that, but radio seems to have worked alongside it and um, have sort of even still thrived in the environment where some people might have thought podcasting would just kill radio because mm. you can just do it yourself and you don't need to be networked out. You, you do your own networking and I can record. Say so if I wanted to run my, I'm going to run Aiden Nicholson's breakfast show mm. and then I don't have to go to meetings or I don't have to um, worry about what's happening in the lunch run well, or the drive you, you, run or the... Or the you wh-
1: don't have to do it. At breakfast hours. as no, well. No, you don't have podcast. to do it at breakfast hours. You, hour. can do you have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you can 100%. do it whenever you so, want.
0: Yes, but they, they've sort of coexisted fairly well.
1: Yeah, and, and and you're right. It's it's growing at a rapid rate of knots. It re- re- really is. And, yeah, the relationship with radio and, and, and podcasting, um, we have em- embraced it and we use a lot of our on-air content and repackage that mm. for podcast form. Yeah. Uh, so for the, the could-have-been champions who have been uh, broadcasting for 42 years. They came across to 3MP this year and we do a a podcast of the weekly show and a lot of, uh, they're on air live four o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Yes. And traditionally they've been on the ABC Saturday mornings. Yeah. So a lot of the die hard ABC listeners refuse to listen to it live, but they'll press play on the podcast yes, at ten on o'clock Saturday, Saturday morning. morning yes. Because that's the way they've that's always when done I it. Sit down and and that's it. the yeah. really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, you can do that.
0: Yeah. So mm. they've actually adopted it rather than trying yeah. to fight it. Yeah. That's right. It worked really well. Yeah. Um, how long have we been going for? What does your what does your computer say? Um I'm not sure. You don't know. 40, it hasn't worked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I my breaks in uh, the breakfast show never go longer than two minutes. Two so minutes. This yeah. is, uh, hang on, what's it say? Forty something, I think.
0: Right, and I'm assuming the red light on that camera up there is still flashing. <laughs> I think we would have. Heard Forty-eight, it. I think. 48. Ends, uh, oh, and good. the red light's still flashing. Jesus, so. we're going yeah. well. Yeah, no, it took us an hour to get started, but right. we're going well here. Yeah, well,
1: there was a little trip back to your place to get we some. Mi- you would have thought coming to a radio announcer's house. Yeah, he's going to have microphones.
0: Yes, no. that's what I, that's what I was told. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a little mercy dash back to (laughs) Aiden's place, but that's okay. Where I had how many microphones? Zero. Zero, yeah. 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 (laughs) Forgot about that. Anyway, that's all right. (laughs) All right, let's talk about what what you're doing now. So, obviously, you're doing 3MP, but that's not your only role for the station. You're doing content direction as well. Group, group, what's it called? Metro group? Yeah, Metro content
1: content director. So, uh, as I was explaining to you before, when Ace Radio went Metro, we initially took on 3MP hmm. and uh, we now have Magic 1278 in Melbourne, 2UE Sydney and 4BH in Brisbane as well. So it's
0: Right, but it's, what does the group content director do?
1: Well, in charge of... Because I only all looked of, up
0: the words, I didn't look up what it meant.
1: No, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> in charge of the on-air product on all of those radio stations. Right. So that spans from music to promotions to on-air staff and rostering, and dealing right. with the sales department and um, yeah, uh, running regular meetings with the team and uh, making sure it all goes off yeah. without a hitch.
0: Yeah. So four stations you're yes. doing that for. So yep. Sending out ads to various stations and saying you've got to do this. You're playing that at seven forty-seven. You're playing that ad there at six
1: thirty-five. Yeah. Look, it's a, it's a, look, it's a really good team. Yeah. They're, they're all. Uh, all members of the team have, have been around a long time, so they intrinsically know yes. what to do. So okay. I, I don't have to micromanage. Right. Um, yeah, we, we do the music logs so that they don't have a choice in, in what we play. The yeah. the formats are all specially designed. So when they go on air, they know that they've got a music log there and they slot in between the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, they're all they're all yeah. really really great. They're what are the great, rules great on on
0: what music you're allowed to play and what you're not allowed to play? Like, as in, because I know there's there's rules on a certain amount of Australian content. Yeah, correct. Like, yeah, correct. It? So five percent, percent. We have 10%? to play.
1: We have to play ten percent. Ten percent Australian, 10% Australian, yep. Australian yep. content, yep. Which, that, which we manage. No worries at all. Yes. Yes. Yep.
0: Of course. Um, and then after that, how? I don't even know what the question is. I'm trying to ask, but. How how is it sort of broken down into okay at we're going to play the new Ariana Grande song yep. but we you know we never play that at eight o'clock in the morning because that's yep. a top hit yep. we've got to put that at, that's got to be at, at five thirty yeah but then we also play it at nine thirty when people are in the car or whatever like that Do yeah you, it's, it's sort of am I, I overthinking it I or guess is that how it works
1: different formats um, program differently and our radio stations we don't have a hit music station in, ah, yes. in Metro, we're all uh, playing oldies, so uh, 3MP we play uh, easy music, which mm. is kind of like relaxing favourites from the 60s, 70s and 80s, Good. Magic is a, a similar demographic, but more up-tempo, uh, a bit more rock, Okay, and then Sydney and Brisbane are, are different again, so we'll just make sure that, because uh, we're not playing currents, but a station like uh, Nova, Nova, or Fox may have uh, the latest Harry Styles song, yes. which is you know the biggest song of the moment, and they may play it at a quarter past seven in breakfast and then play it again at uh, 10.30 in the morning and yeah. then again at 1.45 in the afternoon. So it'll get right. a certain amount of spins. But the next morning it plays, it won't play in the 7 o'clock hour because no. it played yesterday. So yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll okay. play in the 8 o'clock hour. So right.
0: they do mix it's
1: bit. it's mixing it up and making sure that the, the plays of the song... Uh, Exposed to as many people as possible, because in particularly in breakfast radio,
0: um,
1: audience shifts so yes. heavily. Like you know, someone uh, the the bulk of you're not going to have someone tune in at six o'clock in the morning and stay with you until nine o'clock in the morning. That's not Correct. the way breakfast works. Right. Yeah. You yeah, might people, only yeah. hear uh, twenty twenty five minutes of the breakfast show from mm. when you're in the bathroom to when yeah. you get in the car, or maybe you only listen in the car. So you're only getting a brief snapshot. Of that program, so yeah. that's why we do that with the music, and that's yeah why we recycle our, our content a lot as well. So right. uh, last week when I did a race call, one of those fake race calls, mm. it was the mature age handicap yes, was my yeah, latest one. So I'd play, I played yeah. that at seven fifty the first morning, and yeah. then played it again at six twenty the following morning, and then eight fifty the following morning. But the chances of someone hearing that. All three times, very slim. Yes, because of the, the the nature of breakfast radio and audience patterns.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. and if they do, so be it. Yeah, and if they do, so be <laughs> it. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. Yeah, they're tuning in to
0: listen. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We, we're getting getting towards the end. Uh, run me through the. You are a Say It Now ambassador, which is a new thing that I have seen popping up. Yeah. Say It Now ambassador. Run me through what what that means. Yeah, well,
1: James McLeod, who's in charge of Tobin Brothers Funerals, a uh, friend of mine, he uh, spoke to me once and said uh, he, he's, he, he does funerals and he, the um, every single funeral he does, he'll have at least one person say, oh, Jesus, I wish I had have told them that while they were still here, but it's too late now, they're gone. Yeah. So he came up with the concept of say it now uh, and that is where you say it now... To someone that you love while they're still here. Okay. So rather than wait to do it in the eulogy that they're yes. not going to hear. Yeah. Uh, you say it now while they're they're still with you. And he said, "Would you mind being an ambassador? Uh, do you have someone?" And I said, "Well, my dad's uh, 83, and uh, I will um, do a little video with him." So yeah, oh, okay. that's what that was. That was all about. Right. They've He's got a number a... of ambassadors. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Is it an ongoing so... thing? Do you have no, no, it was just a show? one-off. Oh, just yeah. a little once-off. Yeah.
0: Make a little video because I did watch the, the video with your dad and. Blah blah blah, and yeah, okay. So people—they're just encouraging people to absolutely sit down with the say it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: which I'm a really when he was explaining it, I said, "Mate, I'm on board." It's just such an important message. Yeah. And the amount of people that said to me, that is just a really, really good thing to do. And yeah. I'm going to be saying it now to not only sure. people that are that are elderly, but people that mean a lot to me in my life. That's right. Because uh, uh, it's yeah. important.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. funnily enough, when, when I first came up with the idea of doing this podcast, I wanted it to be, I needed to get it exactly right mm. because the guest that I'd really wanted to have on there was my grandma who mm. was nearing, at that point in time, was nearing a hundred um, and then she, uh, I was probably a little bit too much of a perfectionist with getting everything right and because mm. her hearing's hard and her... Um, you know, using the microphone, like doing this, would be just so foreign to her. Yes, I needed to find all these other ways to do it. Yeah, and in that time, me procrastinating, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, she developed dementia and then was in a hospital. Got to 100 just a bit after that, and then yeah. she died late last year, very late last year. Mm. Uh, so I never got to do the the podcast with her as mm. a hundred year old woman because her mm. stories were just absolutely incredible. Mm. The things that she would, you know, born in 1921, um, you know, talks about helping get the kids to school on the horses and all this sort of like just mm. incredible stories that I do wish that you hadn't would have been, been to sit down great and, to have to have yeah. had. And that, her, her mind mm. until that last sort of six or eight months was sharp as a tack. Mm. And her those stories were so vivid to her. Yeah. But too it much procrastinating.
1: Too much procrastinating. <laughs> Gotta get things get done. Do, do but, it. Yeah. yeah but you you have all those
0: stories. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. It doesn't have to be And yeah. that's that's the main thing. There'll be someone out there. Yeah. Right. Very good. Have you ever done a job that wasn't
1: Radio? Uh before I got into radio I was a checkout chick. Yes. Yeah, that was my that was my at school Cole's New World. Uh, yeah, it was Cole's New was World. <laughs> yeah. Well I know they'd just dropped the news the New oh, World, yeah. so like it had Cole, just become yeah. Cole's. So right. yeah, But other than that, you've
0: grew, done radio ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But uh, grew up in Glen Waverley and uh yeah, Cole's Forest Hill was just around the corner. So yes. yeah, checkout chick there, which uh was good. I I, I loved that job.
0: Yeah, we well, did dulcet tones on the uh, clean-up yeah, clean go uh, uh... Good evening. I
1: used to uh, <laughs> con the uh, my front-end uh, boss to say, look, I know you normally do the announcement at the end of the night, but do you reckon I could do that? Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, good evening, customers, and welcome to Coles Forest Hill. Uh, the store's about to close. You've got 10 minutes to finalise your purchases <laughs> and move towards the front checkouts. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for shopping at Coles Forest Hill. And you have yourself a terrific night. (laughs) I don't think it came out quite like that. It was more squeaky. Yes. But, you know, it gave me a little bit of microphone technique, I suppose. And that's the beauty of podcasts these days. And we say, like, how do I get a job on radio? Well, there's never been a better time to get your flying hours up through doing podcasts. And I say this all the time to to people. Do, Do a podcast. Yeah, get used to talking into yeah. a microphone, get used to editing because once you've learnt that skill set, yeah, it's, it's really the same for radio.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, mm. yeah, the, the unit we're using right now is obviously... That's what I use every morning, yeah. 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 Um, people can't see, but it's yeah, the Rodecaster designed mm. for, for radio and podcasting and you can just pick that up and move it into your outdoor area and we're good to go. Exactly, in front of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. John, unless I've missed something ultra important that you were hoping we'd get to.
1: Oh, I just we didn't hot.
0: talk too much about your um the phantom horse races but I assume a lot of people know about them go and look them up if you don't know uh, what we're talking about with John's John's phantom race calling but like race calls yes have yeah.
1: um certainly been um been of interest over the last about 5 years ago I think just yeah. um picked up the uh, used to do them on the on the radio show um and then decided to film one in a commentary box um, and uh, uploaded it on Facebook and it, it went well. Went, so, went yeah. nuts, didn't it? Yeah, a bit of fun.
0: Multi-million views. Koshy rang ya.
1: Koshy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get me on for the last one, though. I think uh, they might have uh, had their day. They've had, yeah, they've had yeah, their yeah. run. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Had their run, like what you did there. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh was that a joke? I don't yeah. want to flog a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure, John Burdigan. Oh, thank you very mate, much. Thank you for having me. And,
1: as, uh, I, as I said at the start, I. Like, you know, Aiden meets interesting people. I don't know yeah. if this is going to be very interesting, but thank you, mate. It's been an, an honour and uh, good fun.
0: I'll put it in brackets. Yeah, thank Aiden you. Aidan meets people. And, and,
1: ke- <laughs> and keep up the good work with the podcast. It's, Will do. Uh, It's awesome.
0: All right. Excellent. Thanks, Aiden. Thanks very much.